0: Imagine how good it would be to turn your stress into a source of empowerment. Just think how good this would be. Hey, you could say goodbye to your COVID stress. I would love that right now. My home state, New South Wales, Australia, has just been declared a national state of emergency. So I am keen to learn and share the secret source of how this stress can be turned into a source of empowerment. In this episode of Me and My Health Up, we chat with Faye Lawland on this hot topic of stress. I'm your host, Anthony Harcher, a clinical nutritionist and lifestyle medicine specialist. Just before we tackle stress, I would like to share a little bit more about Faye. Faye's lived experience of stress started from birth during a civil war in Lebanon. It manifested in her and subsequently resulted in three burnout events which were debilitating. Faye spent the next 15 years of her life researching and experimenting to develop a blueprint of how to prevent burnout and turn stress into empowerment. So, here is Burnout Free, Faye Lawland. Welcome. How are you today?
1: Good. Thank you so much for your very warm introduction, uh, Anthony. I'm good, and all our thoughts are with all of you in Australia and particularly in New South Wales.
0: Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate uh, that acknowledgement because uh, certainly, yeah, we have some uh, people that are experiencing uh, hardship um, with the lockdown. Uh, So, and you know, you're very familiar with uh, what it's like to be locked down. Um, uh, So, yeah,
1: it goes country. Sorry to interrupt you. Lockdowns go country contrary to the way we're wired to live in a way that sustains our Optimal levels of health and well being. And that's why you've probably noticed that a lot more of us now are more agitated than usual. We're behaving in a way that seems to be a little bit more out of character, that we have things coming up from the past that we thought we had dealt with, because our nervous system is actually wired to be inclusive and uh, to be together. And when we are required to move away from the other and to protect ourselves from the other, that alerts and signals danger to the nervous system and the nervous system shifts into this place of of stress into this place of survival and that's not that state of survival as we know is not the optimal state for ease health and well-being that we all dream of when we dream of you know a wonderful life that's worth that's worth living
0: yeah thanks uh Sharing that uh, because I, I've certainly observed exactly what you were relaying there in terms of, um, you know, people at that b- teetering on that breaking point. Um, you, you can see that it's not going to take much uh, to. The person over, um, because they're, as you said, they're in that uh, uh, heightened sense of, um, you know, acute awareness and uh, um, acute sensitivity, uh, so to speak, because the stress levels are so high.
1: And the other uh, piece of that that contributes to the heightened stress levels is the levels of uncertainty under which we're all living. Like right now, regardless of which part of the world you're in, we're facing unprecedented unfamiliarity, unpredictability, and uncertainty because we don't know where this is going. We have no idea where this pandemic, how this pandemic has evolved and how it's going to resolve because it will resolve. And so with that uncertainty and level of unfamiliarity, once again, that triggers to the brain and to the nervous system that there is danger out there, that there's threat out there because the nervous system needs certainty and predictability in order to uh, be balanced and in order to be grounded and to serve you to serve your health and your well-being. And in the absence of certainty and in the absence of familiarity, all our nervous systems here, all 7 million nervous systems on the planet, 7 billion nervous systems on the planet right now are compromised. And of course, it's a spectrum, But I think it's really important to acknowledge and to recognize that all of us literally are experiencing the same level of interior and internal unwellness when it comes to our nervous system health and well-being.
0: And just, you know, you've had many lived experiences uh, through heightened stress in your life and, you know, you've been able to resolve that uh, through a whole lot of study and research and uh, putting things into practice and seeing what works and doesn't work. What have you found over that time period that has really served you uh, in terms of coping with stress in uncertain times?
1: Um, yes, you know, after many, many years of study and lots of inquiry and lots of experimentation and, you know, some steps forward and many more steps back um, and continuously adding to my toolkit uh, and my exploration of modalities that work to recover from burnout, but also prevent them. Right. So right now I'm all about like, of course, the recovery methods are also the preventative methods. And really, Anthony, and I, I'm, I, I know, like with your background as a clinical nutritionist, you would understand what I'm about to say. The secret and the missing piece to uh, burnout recovery and burnout prevention is a nervous system support. It is so essential to consistently, daily, regularly care for and support the nervous system, and and what that means is to really to release the tensions from the nervous system that creep up as a result of you know life experiences as a result of overworking as a result of overdoing it as a result of emotionally heightened life situations as a result of surgeries you name it our, our nervous systems are wired with a capacity to reset after loads of tiredness and fatigue and even trauma but where so many of us get ourselves into trouble is that we don't take the time out to regularly, daily and consistently care for our nervous system and support it so that our nervous system will support us because our nervous system is it's the part of ourselves the part of our mind that knows what we need in order to be healthy, happy, and successful. But the thing is, it can't, we need to help flip the switch for it because once we flip the switch for it, then it totally knows how to innately reprogram everything to bring us back to a place of balance where we can experience effortless flows of health, happiness, and success.
2: So how how
0: can listeners best support their nervous system in terms of flicking that switch?
1: Yeah. And first of all, it's important to prioritize it. It's really important to prioritize. You know, like when we talk about self-care, Anthony, I think that that's it's very much part of the mainstream discussion right now. And I think it's great. I really, really think it's great. So all of those self-care things that we hear about um, are all very helpful uh, for sure. And um, so uh, prioritizing those and prioritizing caring for the part of ourself that isn't visible. Because, you know, just because we don't think that we're stressed or just because we don't think that our nervous system is overwhelmed, it doesn't mean that it's not stressed and it's not overwhelmed. And probably the primary thing that you can do, if you do nothing else and you want to experience a nervous system support starting today or tonight, pay attention to the way you consume technology. Pay attention to the way you consume uh, social media, the way you consume the news, the way you consume emails, the way that you consume all of that stuff that's on the digital, on the digital devices that literally clutter our space. Because when we are um, on our feeds or when we are uh, uh, on email or when we are on the phone, we're disconnected from ourselves. We're immediately externalized. When we're externalized, we are very much at the default of someone else's agenda. So you are consuming the ideas of someone else. You're consuming the thoughts of someone else. You're consuming the beliefs of someone else. And you're no longer anchored to what you want, to how you feel and to how you think. And most critically, most critically, the times to be mindful of the consumption of the technology and the the social media is in those critical, hypercritical moments, right before we fall asleep at night and right upon awakening in the morning. You know, that's the time where uh, it's the hypnagogic state. Uh, and in the hypnagogic state, that's when our brainwaves really slow down massively. In the slowing down of the of the of the brainwaves, our conscious thinking mind um, slows and settles, and the subconscious mind, the deeper levels of mind, open up. So we actually have access, natural, innate access, at least two times a day. Right before we drop off and right upon awakening, where we have direct access to the most fertile part of our mind so that we can plant there the thoughts, the ideas, the feelings that we want that will empower the life we want to live. Instead of using that time, Anthony, when the mind is so suggestible to consume the thoughts, the beliefs, the emotions, and the ideas of someone else, just that one simple practice, if you do that for three days, you will be amazed at the difference that makes in the way you feel, the way you think, and the way that you go through your day.
0: And so what do you recommend for listeners to actually do instead of consuming technology just before bed and just before rising?
1: Yeah, there's so many things. But probably the best thing that you can do is actually focus on what you want. Focus on what you want. Ask yourself the question, you know, um, so in the morning, how do I want to feel today? Uh, what do I want? What do I want to get accomplished today? Uh, how do I want this meeting to go? How do I want to be with my children? That conversation that's coming up, how what outcome am I am I looking for in that in that conversation? Um, what are what is the most important uh, thing of my check of my to do list that I need to accomplish first? Like get really intentional on how you want your day to go instead of being a default with what's presented to you. So that's that's one thing. And of course, things like, you know, meditation, fantastic to do first thing in the morning, you know, just recognizing putting your hand on your belly and one hand on the heart and just on the chest space and just feeling the body breathing for you. You know, those those types of things are so supportive that you can do in the morning. All it takes is three minutes three minutes. Last thing at night, I really one. you can do all of these practices at night. But another wonderful way to use that innate, um, uh, innate access point to the subconscious mind before you go to sleep at night is if there's an unresolved uh, uh, situation in your life, Uh, If there's something, an open-ended question that you're grappling with, some area in your life where you're seeking clarity, if you just bring that up right before you drift off and then just allow the mind to kind of like process it for you and work on it for you during your sleep. And then you'll 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 get the answer either through a dream that you have or a thought that you have upon awakening or some kind of insight will occur to you that you'll know what you need to do next. You'll know what step you need to take next. You'll know what solution is best for that life situation, because when when you are uh, when we when we are um, in that hypnagogic state. Uh, the, the, the centers of the brain that are responsible for clarity, decision making, creativity, problem solving, they all come to the surface. And so we're really able to access the deepest levels of wisdom and truth within ourselves so that we're not being outwardly asking other people for their thoughts, for their opinions and for their advice and consistently undermining our ability to care for ourselves and for our lives and creating self-doubt you know anthony once i learned this what i'm now talking about once i learned this it was it was much later on in my journey much later on in my 15 year journey i have not had i have not grappled with self-doubt since i learned this about six years ago because right now self-doubt isn't even um, doesn't even crop up in my life Because why should it? I actually know and I believe in and I trust that I have a source of knowing and a source of truth and a source of wisdom inside of me that knows better than anyone around me about what's next, what's in my best interest to do next and next and next and next. And that's probably, it sounds so simple. And usually it's the simplest practices that are the most effective and the ones that are most overlooked.
0: Have you got any other uh, simple gems like, you know, that first one was a great one just around social media detoxing, you know, before you go to bed and before you rise and, you know, just to replace that with, actually what you want or something that's unresolved and allow the um, the, the, the mind uh, in the subconscious state to um, come up with solutions for you. What else do you suggest to your cl- clients in terms of, you know, if they're coming to you with extreme stress and uncertainty and, and, and self-doubt, uh, what else do you suggest that they do in these times?
1: Get out of the head and into the body because um, – uh, uh, when we are in the overthinking mind, um, we are totally disconnected from the body, right? And you cannot, you cannot neurologically, you cannot feel, sense and think at the same time and we know that the thinking mind the overthinking mind is uh, very closely associated to stress anxiety uh, inability to sleep and so on and so the best way to get out of the mind uh, is to get into the body and there's many ways that you can do that how can you do that three ways three of my favorite ways probably one of the easy the quickest hacks is probably doing some tapping like just tapping, and the best places to tap, Anthony, are the places around our sense organs. Because if you think about it, it's through our sense organs that we um, that we relate to the world around us. So there's a lot of wiring in our sense organs, which means that those sense organs are very um, uh, hold a lot of tension. So just tapping around the eyes, around the temples, around the nostrils, around the mouth particularly around the jaw. There are more nerve endings in the jaw than anywhere else in the human body. And that's why if you've ever experienced uh, high levels of stress or high levels of anxiety or all that jaw clenching, this is all nervous system imbalance, all of it. And a good tool to use to help you with tapping if you're not familiar with it is the Tapping Solution by Nick Ortner. It's a free app. I don't get any kickbacks from it. I'm not affiliated with it in any way, but I think it's an excellent resource um, that's wonderful for whether you're a beginner or whether you're a more seasoned, uh, seasoned tapper. So tapping is the first uh, um, uh, hack that I would recommend Uh, to get out of the mind and into the body. The next one is to sense the body, to feel the body. And now with all of those, you know, downloadable free apps, there's a plethora of guided body scans that you can do. So, you know, and if you go on something like Insight Timer, if you have five minutes, you can just filter five minutes. If you have 20 minutes, you can filter for the amount of time that you have and do a body scan, feel your body. Now, as you feel your body, a couple of things happen. First of all, you're getting out of your head and into your your body. But also with time, as you notice sensations in the body, you start to understand what the mind is trying to communicate to you through the portal of the body. Because the mind is always speaking to us through the body, but it does not do so with conscious language that our thinking minds can understand it does that with sensations and so as we as we uh, get into the habit of noticing the body and noticing sensations eventually and and very quickly we'll start to understand uh what the mind is trying to tell us through the body and then that gives you an opportunity to course correct And then the third way to get out of the mind and into the body is basically with your breathing. And there's so many breath techniques out there, so many that you can do. The best one that you can do is literally just place the hand on one hand on the belly, one hand on the heart and feel the body breathe for you. Notice my language, feel the body breathe for you because the body is giving you life Is giving you, is doing respiration for you. You don't have to do anything consciously. But when you bring your conscious awareness to something that is happening subconsciously, you start moving away from that reactivity and into a space of receiving and being uh, and noticing. When you are in the noticing space, you're no longer in default mode. So to recap, first thing is, Get a handle on your consumption of digital media, particularly in those critical moments right before sleep and right after you awaken. What can you do instead? We said, you know, get intentional about how you want to feel, uh, what you want to happen instead. Uh, bring up a question um, for your mind to sort out for you through uh, your your dream state, and then get out of the head and into the body, either by doing a body scan, by doing tapping or by simply feeling your breath in your body. And
0: just uh, for those that are really agitated, like in that really heightened state, and they're feeling like just can't calm down enough to do these sort of suggestions, what do you recommend for those people?
1: Again, tapping is great, and I'm going to give you a personal story that happened to me not that long ago. And then another one, which is really uh, its a quick hack, is uh, to engage your senses, because once again, once you're in an anxious state, your mind, basically what, I, what what's happening when you're when we're when we're in anxiety mode is the mind subconsciously. Of course, we're not consciously creating it. The mind has traveled to the future and it's imagining fearful situations going wrong in the future right it's basically creating all sorts of worst case scenarios in the future and because the mind lives in the body we start experiencing it physiologically as a panic attack or an anxiety attack and so the the pathway out of that is c- to come into the present now the breath alone isn't going to i mean it might do it for you it might do it yes it might do it for you but what i have found is most effective for coming out of that um a uh, future traveling to the future where travel trouble, trouble lies is to engage the senses so look around and and out loud call out four or five things that you can see engage your sense of hearing and call out two or three things that you can hear engage your your taste buds and notice a few one taste in your mouth engage your sense of aroma and notice smells right now in this moment, and then feel your skin, feel the skin of your body and notice what sensations are on the skin. And by the way, speaking of the skin, other than it being the, the largest organ in the body, it's also, um, uh, 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 I also find it's one of those underrated organs or underspoken about organs, because we now know that the, the skin and the brain are made from the same cells from the same tissue so basically the skin is the outer part of your brain and your brain is the inner part of your skin so bringing your attention to your skin feeling the air on your skin the sunlight on your skin the the touch of the fabric on your skin is going to bring you back into the here and the now and if you need to recycle this um, sense engagement a couple of times And so be it. And then once the nervous system shifts back to a relative place of rebalance, then the question that you ask yourself is what am I imagining going wrong in the future? And then once you know, then you can imagine something else instead.
0: Yeah, to really overwrite what's your. Projecting in the future, so you know, rewrite it with what you actually want is, is
1: But you can't do that when you are in a physiological heightened state. When stress hormones are raging through your body, it's really, really, really challenging to do that. And that's why the the, the pathway out of these psychological, uh, psycho-emotional states. It's through the physio-emotional state. It's by using your body to shift your internal state so that then you can shift your mind state.
0: Excellent. Um, really great tips there. How can listeners best connect with you?
1: Mm. So lots of ways to do that. Um, uh, so uh, my name is Fela Wand, and that's just that's how you can find me online as well. Um, so you can find me on um uh, your typical Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. My YouTube channel is not that great, but it's 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 on the way to being ameliorated. I have a meditation channel on Insight Timer. I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, and my website as well. And if you have trouble remembering the spelling of my name, La Wand rhymes with the wand. And if you think about the wand, <laughs> it has like an element of magic around it. And I like to think, Anthony, I like to think that... Uh, working with the modalities of the subconscious mind and the nervous system like I do, that there's elements of magic in that that allow us to reconnect with those sources of magic inside so that we can live the life that we want without taking the drugs, without doing the talk therapy in a way that is natural and effective and, um, and, and there's no side effects and that works and is good for you.
0: Totally agree, and uh, I'll include all those links to how listeners can reach out to you in the show notes, uh, so that they can go direct to the show notes uh, wherever this is published uh, and directly contact you. I really appreciate. It's my pleasure, your time.
1: Anthony. My yeah. pleasure, and, and, as, and as a as a as a special gift to your to your listeners, if it would be of support, I actually have a free thirty day calendar with activities like the ones that we talked about to help support the nervous system um, so that you have some ideas of things that you can do during those critical moments right before sleep and right upon awakening so that you can remain in that supportive nervous system um, um, state to support your health, your happiness, and your success. Uh,
0: That'd be fantastic. I'll also include the link to that in the show notes so listeners can go directly to that. So thank you so much for your generosity. Really appreciate it, and I'm sure the listeners have really – got so much value out of what you shared today so um, thanks again Faye and uh, for the listeners if you like the episode please share it with others that could also benefit uh, particularly if you know of anyone that is stressed and that could really do with Faye's wisdom on how to de-stress and how to go to a source of empowerment through the stress so I think that's the magic that I got from it is actually turning that stress into empowerment and Faye gave us some fantastic tips and techniques on how to do that so uh thanks again everyone and stay tuned for more insightful episodes of me my health up
2: podcast disclaimer this podcast and any information advice opinions or statements within it do not constitute medical healthcare, or professional advice and are provided for general information purposes only all care is taken in the preparation of the information in this podcast Connected Wellness Proprietary Limited, operating under the brand Me and My Health Up, does not make any representations or give any warranties about its accuracy, reliability, completeness or suitability for any particular purpose. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions or statements within it are not to be used as a substitute for professional, medical, psychological, psychiatric or any other mental health care or health care in general. Me and My Health Up recommends you seek the advice of a doctor or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Inform your doctor of any changes that you make to your lifestyle and discuss these with your doctor. Do not disregard medical advice or delay visiting a medical professional because of something you hear in this podcast. This podcast has been carefully prepared on the basis of current information. Changes in circumstances after publication may affect the accuracy of this information. To the maximum extent permitted by the law, Me and My Health Up disclaims Any such representations or warranties to the completeness, accuracy, merchant ability or fitness for purpose of this podcast and will not be liable for any expenses, losses, damages, incurred indirect or consequential damages or costs that may be incurred as a result of the information being inaccurate or incomplete in any way and for any reason. No part of this podcast can be reproduced, redistributed, published, copied or duplicated in a form without prior permission of me and my health Up.